You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guests, Julian Lee and Maggie Turner of AFN Logistics. supply chain industry is dynamic, fast-paced, and ripe with opportunity, but still remains a heavily male-dominated field. Businesses looking to capitalize on this people-powered industry would do well to focus on drawing, developing, and retaining talented women to the sector. Vice President of HR for AFN Logistics, Jillian Lee, and Account Manager Maggie Turner share their perspectives on the issue and offer some options for women to explore. Joining me today is AFN's Vice President of Human Resources, Jillian Lee, and AFN Account Manager, Maggie Turner. Ladies, thanks so much for spending some time to chat with me today. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Maggie, let me start with you. Could you give us a little bit about your background and maybe how you came to join AFN? Sure. So um, I started here um, at AFN five years ago, fresh out of college. AFN now plucked me out uh, from a sales meeting. Um, There was a dinner previous to the day of the fall job fair. So they kind of got me before all of the other employers did. But I've been at AFN since, and since then I think I've been about five different positions here. Um, so I've been able to excel rather quickly. Um, I've held everything through our in, our introductory scheduling department. Um, I've worked in the operations department, and now I'm working as a part of the account management team. Great. And Jillian, what about you? What is your story? Sure. Yeah. So I've been with AFN. I'll I'll actually be celebrating my three-year anniversary here very shortly um, and um, have about uh, 20 years of experience starting in customer service and risk management um, and then moving into human resources for the last uh, 17 years and uh, worked in uh, manufacturing and service-based organizations and uh, have been excited to, to be part of the logistics and supply chain space over the last three years. And speaking of AFN, today we'll be discussing AFN's program that, as of the 2017 fall semester, will award $18,000 in scholarship funding for the undergraduate women majoring in supply chain-related programs. But before we do that, Jillian, the top-level question then is, are women underrepresented in the logistics and supply chain fields? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, the, the emphatic answer to that is yes. The, uh, when you look at the, the numbers behind this, We account for about 50% 50 to 55%, depending upon what study you look at, of the the U.S. workforce. Um, And then there's been some some recent studies performed by um, Awesome Network, which is a a great organization that focuses on the advancement of of women in the supply chain um, space. And they have uh, determined that we're roughly about 35% of the total population. So there's quite a difference between what you see in the U.S. population overall and then when you when you distill that down into supply chain. Maggie, this question's for you. Why did you enter the field and what have your impressions been thus far? So I really just took a chance on logistics. Uh, being in Chicago is one of those industries that's kind of a buzzword. Um, Chicago's always been kind of a logistics hub, especially for the modern brokerage. So I really just kind of took a chance on ASN because I really liked the culture here and I like the flexibility. Through the last few years, you've seen dramatic changes in what it means to be a 3PL and what services that customers are looking for us to offer. So it's an industry that keeps me interested because it's dynamic. It's always changing. Technology is playing a huge role as well as just some of the mindsets of larger companies. You know, we see articles all the time like Starbucks and Amazon where they're really looking to change how we look at supply chain as a whole, and there's just so much opportunity to be a young individual 
to make you know drastic changes in how companies choose to look at their supply chain. So with the uh, ongoing dynamics of the industry, it's really easy to stay interested. Jillian, what is it about the industry that may be the biggest misconceptions that perhaps puts off female candidates? Yeah, and I would I would invite Maggie to, to chime in on this as well because I've heard her actually um, share some interesting insight on this. But I think you know coming from uh, what we would call the customer side, having worked in the, the manufacturing space, I think that a lot of um, women may perceive logistics and supply chain as warehouse jobs uh, or you know more more kind of those traditional um, roles that you might think of from load planning, et cetera, and not necessarily think about the the really exciting and strategic opportunities that they would have. And you know I think when they look at the you know when they're thinking about what they're going to approach after graduation, those are some of the things that might make them not think about this field as a, a role to go into. Maggie, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, so when you first start looking through supply chain and, and not really understanding, fully understanding coming out of college what a 3PL may be, I think they're starting to, the education systems are now starting to catch up where students have a better understanding of what those are. But um, I think there's still a really large gap with understanding that supply chain is not just trucking and warehousing and you're, you know, you're, you may be going in to be a clerk or something mm-hmm. like that, that supply chain is technology, supply chain is customer service. Um, just, you know, just some of those things that um, women have a unique perspective. They tend to be better listeners and in a customer service driven industry that can make the difference um, on any type of sale you're looking to go through. So it's really just understanding that supply chain itself is not just this really small part that you see the truck on the road you're driving next to, but there's a lot that goes into it. And I think that the industry is finally starting to turn a little bit more. Uh, I think we have a long way to go, but understanding that there are several parts that make up the supply chain and that you know you don't have to be a truck driver to be successful in the logistics and supply chain industry. So what do you think is a necessary first step to encourage more women to take that chance and embark on a career in logistics? So for us um, at AFN, that was really what, what birthed the, um, the scholarships. You know, we were talking about this being an untapped portion of the labor market. Obviously, it is a, you know, there's a lot of um, news reports out there about this being a candidate-driven market when you look at um, how low the, the unemployment rate has gone. And for us, it was really about how can we strategically start to impact and help drive women's interest in and their education of the, the supply chain and logistics space. So that was, you know, this was kind of our first step toward helping, um, helping drive that, that enhanced knowledge and, and drive that interest. Maggie, as a woman currently working in the field, do you view yourself as having any particular advantages or disadvantages? So far, I think that there's a great advantage. I know that companies now especially are looking for diverse thinking patterns and diverse opportunities to really come up with different solutions just because there are so many solutions that can, you know, become... Uh, redundant throughout the throughout the years, especially as technology starts to change and everybody gets the same technology patterns and things like that. So, um, you know, there are times where I may be the only women um, in a meeting or, or at a business dinner, but that's a huge advantage for me because I, you know, just tend to pick up on different things and just adding a different opportunity, you know, just adding different bits and pieces to meetings and just points of views and ways to look at things and offering different solutions, um, I find it to be a great advantage. Um, a lot of women coming in may see it as a disadvantage because, um, you know, that 
womanly camaraderie may not always be there, um, but if they're willing to look past that, they, they would realize that there's a ton of opportunity there. What kind of programs, classes, and so on should women be looking at if they're considering a career in the supply chain? Um, well, definitely there's a lot of supply chain management, both uh, minors and majors popping up through colleges. So even if you're not taking the full major, but supply chain is something that interests you, I know that um, I came from Bradley University, and that's one of the schools we actively recruit at, both for full-time and our internship program. And they have started a minor just so that they can go to start to develop the program and get kids interested and looking for those things. So just take a class. Um, I know that ASN offers internships as well. So we've taken interns from all types of backgrounds just to get um, students interested in the industry. So reach out, look for that. I know that um, also I'm a member of the APEX organization and APEX does undergraduate memberships as well to start getting students engaged in the industry, um, understanding, trying to help them get those internships. So there's a variety of ways that you can get interested into the supply chain network, but it's, it's finding and promoting those opportunities like AFN is doing with our scholarship program. Yeah, the outreach is really the, the, the key piece there, um, helping, helping folks be aware. You know, we've had a number of people that have been successful um, as full-time hires um, and as interns that have had uh, several different backgrounds from economics, which obviously is the, the nuts and bolts of supply and demand, to, to finance folks, to analytical people studying business intelligence. So there's a number of different fields that actually lend themselves very well, um, or studies that lend themselves very well to, to the supply chain uh, space. Jillian, how do you determine if someone's right for a position in the field? Is there a prototypical type of individual that you find is drawn to it? You know, it's really about that, that person's overall fit with the organization and then, uh, you know, and then with the role. Supply chain it, it overall is something that you can teach, but if they have those basic fundamental building blocks, you know, if I use Maggie as an example, I think one of the, the things that was very impressive about Maggie when she was interviewing with AFN and then as I've come to know her was her, her analytical mindset, which allowed her to look at things problems and be able to break them down into actionable solutions that we would be able to execute for a customer. So I think people that have that, that those basic building blocks of troubleshooting, you know, analysis that are intellectually curious, you know, that, that intellectual curiosity for us is, is one of the biggest components of determining if someone is going to be successful at AFN because our you know, our main, our main driver is trying to find solutions for our customers' biggest challenges. So once they do enter the workforce, what does it take to keep them engaged and interested? And perhaps more importantly, where can they go from there? Yeah, so it, it, if you look at the, some of the, the studies that have, done by, have been done by Lean In recently over the last several years, you'll see that the, the pipeline really starts to, to decrease as you know, positions move forward. So we're starting out at a lower representation already out of the gate, and then as it moves forward, you hit a point where um, actually only 7% of C-suite executives in the supply chain space are women. So that number decreases significantly over time. And there's a number of, you know, I think there's a number of, of theories behind why that occurs. 
I think it's up to us as an organization to not only, you know, first and foremost, focusing on development, learning, and and continuing to, to, to build those opportunities in for women, but then also how are we approaching creatively how to encourage working mothers to, to stay in this field? It is a, you know, it's a, a Maggie can, can a, a attest to this. Freight moves 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And when you're a, a mom, the, the intensity and the hours that are required in the logistics space, I think, can be daunting at times. So I think the industry overall has, um, has a responsibility to, to look at this in a very creative way and figure out ways that we're going to be able to entice and keep women interested even after they've, they've started that, you know, the new adventure of motherhood. Maggie, another question for you. When you decided to enter the field, how was that received by friends and family initially? Did you run into a lot of trepidation, or was it generally accepted without question right off the bat? Um, I think my parents are still holding out for me to become a teacher. Um, they, they still drop the hint from time to time. So um, I think it still goes back to my parents when my dad um, thinks, of the supply chain industry, he's like, so what are you doing? Are you going to drive a truck? What do you call the truck drivers? I'm like, well, I'm not, not quite on that side of it, Dad. So I think that there is still a rather large misconception um, because a lot of these, and we, we still see it from time to time, up until now, a lot of large companies, logistics or, you know, the supply chain or even the transportation things of it have been kind of the back burner. It's all about the product development. It's all about you know, the customer service side of things, but supply chain is kind of that last-ditch effort, and you can either, you know, shine really brightly or, you know, ruin someone's day by what may or may not happen in that last very leg of things. So I think it's it's really trying to change people's opinions of what the industry may or may not be. And just as I've gone through um, here at AFN and my parents trying to understand what I do, they said, well, that's, that's a lot different than what we thought it was going to be. So... They are still holding out for me to try to, you know, grow up in to find, you know, find a, a quote-unquote real job. But I think it's starting to grow on them that supply chain and logistics has a ton of potential. And uh, but yes, I do agree that it's still one of those industries that when I told them that, hey, I'm going to go into a 3PO, I think it took them a, a little while to even grasp that idea. <laughs> so, Jillian, what will AFN's program try to do specifically? How will it encourage women to consider the supply chain as a viable field to enter? Sure. So I think thinking about it as part of our greater internship and outreach program is, is probably a, um, the best way to look at it as a part of a, a, a multi-pronged approach. The scholarships themselves um, will be paid out over a, a three-year period of time and awarded to several students at uh, Indiana University and Michigan State University, um, both of which have uh, very comprehensive supply chain programs, undergrad and graduate level that are part of their, their school of businesses. Um, Michigan State actually has the top program um, in the country. So we really looked at universities that we've partnered with in the past that have a, a strong track record of success of women going into supply chain, but that they may actually even need some additional help in enhancing their numbers. And we wanted to partner with schools that that had similar values to, to AFN. So that was how we had gone through the selection process and ended up with, with Indiana and Michigan State. So the intention will be that, that this can help them from a, a, a tuition standpoint or really any, any area that they, that they choose to apply these funds, be it you know, toward books, et cetera, anything that is going to help them in their schooling. 
we'll have an opportunity to, to meet with the students that are actually um, awarded the scholarships, but there's no requirement that they actually complete an internship for AFN. For us, it was really about if we're raising the water level for everyone, then we're also raising it for ourselves. So we looked at that as an opportunity to do that rather than, um, hey, this is, this is just a recruiting effort for us. So, you know, while we would love the students to consider us as a potential employer, it was really most important that we were helping to drive greater awareness and support of women entering supply chain and logistics. It sounds like a fantastic program to be part of with certainly admirable goals. Where can people go to learn more about AFN's scholarship efforts? Yeah, so uh, we'd love to have people visit loadafn.com, which is our, um, our company website. And we've got, uh, you know, we've got press material um, about the scholarship on there. Um, and then we have also have a lot of rich content about AFN, about the solutions that, that we offer for our customers, the great relationships that, that we've built with our, our network of fantastic carriers. And then you'll also see a lot of robust information about what it's like to work at AFN and, and how, you know, what type of approach we take in, in uh, creating an awesome place to work for, um, for our team. Jillian Lee, Maggie Turner, thank you both so much for taking some time out to share this information with our audience. I wish you and the program the best of luck. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash getil. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.